When you're a pro like Julie Blacklow and Penny Legate, <laughs> it's hard to imagine when interviews can go wrong. Oh, I'd like to forget all of those. A Couple of Dusty Muffins is sponsored by the Sabi Corporation with a decades-long history of promoting medical and life sciences. Well, the Dusty Muffins are back to talk about some of the more humiliating moments <laughs> in our professional careers. Penny yeah. and I are both a journalist, longtime journalist. I once calculated I did 30,000 interviews in my career. Penny, how many did you do? Thousand. Well, at, least, at least a dozen. At least a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> some famous, some infamous, some, you know. I'm Julie Blacklow with Penny Legate, and we're here to embarrass ourselves. We should just maybe tell people we were broadcast journalists primarily. Yes. And yes. Um, yes. we've done our, our fair share of print stuff, but we were TV people. Yeah. Many years in newsrooms, and I did a lot of entertainment programming too. So, and you did as well <laughs> yeah. in the newsroom. So we yes. have a vast array of interviews under our belts, and some of which did not go so well. We're here to talk about the ones that didn't work. Complete fails. Mm -hmm. The worst interview of some 30,000 that I did in my career was with Washington Post publisher, Catherine Graham. Oh, do tell. First of all, she is a large, imposing figure, let alone what she, what she did professionally as owner and publisher of the Washington Post. This was, you know, post Watergate era. And she is so intimidating. I, I've felt less intimidation from murderers I've talked to. But she came in the room. She sat down. I, I'm so, so horrified by the memory of this that I don't even remember the first question. But I do remember her answer. And she said, well, that's a stupid question. And so, Whoa. I, yeah, that's a stupid question. Whoa. You can do better than that. Whoa. So, Slam. I, I just completely, completely shut me down. I'm never one at a loss for words. I was agape. I was slack jawed. I did not know. I don't think I finished it. I think <laughs> I said, I'm not feeling well. I need to go. Honestly, I must have tried to continue it. But that was the worst interview of my career. She was one tough, oh, man. intimidating lady. What was your worst, Penny? Well, I, there's probably several that tie for worst. <laughs> One that always comes to mind um, is Stockard Channing. Now, for, for those of you who may not recognize her name, she played Rizzo in the movie Grease with Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. And she's a fantastic actress, um, Broadway and movies and TV. And she was also on The West Wing, which is a show I never watched, but she was also in, in that series. But Stockard Channing, there was this junket situation where you go in and you have your 10 minutes with an actor who's in a new movie coming out. But anyway, I sat down, I had her early in the morning, which I think is usually pretty good because if you're one of the first to come in, then your your questions sound somewhat original <laughs> as opposed to, you know, three in the afternoon when they've heard the same. So what did you like best about this part or whatever we all ask right over and over? How was it working with Robert Redford? Yeah, right. Uh, right yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I came in and I sat down and I'd read a lot of background about her, not just about this role she played. And I said, I've just read incredible reviews of your work on Broadway and in this and that and uh, blah, blah, blah. And she just interrupted me and she goes, do you actually read the critics? Do you believe what the critics say? And all of what I just said was a compliment to her. 
I was giving her compliments and she just lashes out. I was so taken aback, just like you with Catherine Graham. I was just like, whoa. And so then I think I asked another question, which I can't remember because I think my brain went to sponge and she sassed me back again. And I just thought, you know what? I don't need to take this shit. And I, <laughs> I said, I think I'm done with my interview. And I just got up and I walked out. Oh my and, God. Yeah. I, that yeah. happened to me with Jennifer Lopez. Oh I yeah. Was, she, oh, oh my God. <laughs> You've told she, that story. I, I did that. To, I, did I tell it on a podcast? Yeah. You've told it. Yeah. Oh. So you got to listen to oh. the celebrity gossip one to hear that. Yeah. One. Yeah. That's a part of celebrity it. gossip. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I have another one while you're thinking of one for you. So, and also I told my Tommy Lee Jones story in Celebrity Gossip about what a horrible interview he is. I have to to go back and listen to that podcast, Celebrity Gossip, yeah. So another one that stands out as horrible for me is Rue McClanahan. She was one of the Golden Girls. Yeah. She was on a bus campaigning for a Democratic candidate. This is years and years ago. I can't remember who the candidate was. Long time ago. I think it was when um, Ronald Reagan was running or so against, who would that have been? Anyway, we were all on this bus and they invited the media to come on and talk with all these different stars and Lloyd Bridges was on there and poor Lloyd, he'd he'd lost it by then and he it's like, Okay, who am I? What have I been in? But that wasn't the worst one. He was nice. But Rue, I went back and started to talk to her and I went back and I said, uh, Rue, can I take uh Ms. McClanahan? May I um, have a couple moments to ask a couple questions? And they they invite the media to come on. It's not like I, you know, crashed their party. I mean, the media are on this bus invited to do interviews with these people. Oh. So anyway, I sit down and I say, may I ask you a question or two? And she goes, I'll allow you to ask me one question. <laughs> why are okay. you such an yeah yeah <laughs> that's why, why, said, why are you such, such a bitch? A, yeah, I'm such a bitch. Right. <laughs> so I asked my question. And she answered it. I had a logical follow-up. And I said, so blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I told you I would only answer one question. And she'd spun around her back to me and wouldn't look at me. And that was the end of that interview. I don't understand these people, these celebrities. We're, we're there, you know, in some of my shoots. I, when I worked for Entertainment Tonight, I'd meet a lot of movie stars. And they're they're acting annoyed. You know, like, know. like Rudy Williams. Like, we're just there. I mean... Entertainment tonight is the most suck up. We're here to do a favor for you. We're here to make you look good. And they're yeah. like, you know, get out of my way. I Again, the Jennifer Lopez story is in our celebrity gossip, which was a, a, another disastrous a moment with a celebrity. But the other really frightening interview that I did was with a serial killer. And oh my. I was allowed access. I was allowed access to uh, interview him before. Or, Can you say who it is? Uh, probably uh best not to okay i don't want his family coming after me i think they severed their relationship with him and particularly pay attention to the word sever but i (laughs) I sat down across from this guy who looked like the devil incarnate and i asked a question and again I, i i wouldn't have said like why did you do it or something like that i was asking him something about his background and he looked at me and he said i'm going to kill you Oh, I thought, well, okay, then this interview is over and we got up and left. Yeah. So I thought, well, okay, I give it up. Yeah. So that was uh, an interview that also didn't go anywhere. Did you put that on the air? No, 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 no. I think we just abandoned the whole thing. I remember packing up the lights, the camera said, we're out of here. You know, I took him, I took him at his word. Wow. (laughs) He he had already killed four people in, in the Seattle area. So I thought, all right, but 
Thank God he's in prison. That's super creepy. I've had my share of I, also a horrible interview with Sean Penn, who oh, was notorious. I heard he's difficult. Oh, my God. And I had done a lot of homework and looked at all of his movies. And the executives from Entertainment Tonight had come up to Seattle. He was part of the film festival. So they're all sitting behind me while I'm getting ready to interview Sean Penn. And I asked him some question, which I thought was thoughtful. And he said, now tell me why the hell am I doing this with this person? Oh, so that, you know, there are these moments that are not, you know, we think we know what we're doing, but you never know what you're going to get. And I just will never understand why these celebrities make trouble for themselves when we're just there to kind of suck up. We come in to help them promote their latest projects. Yeah, exactly. But the worst moments have been with that particular ilk of people where some of the people I've chased and run after with cameras and microphones extended and confronted a mobster here or there, uh, they're they're quite (laughs) affable. They're quite (laughs) willing to chat. I don't get it. But we don't have to do that anymore, Penny. We don't have to have any more. All the people we interview on our podcast are fabulous. Yes, I know. Of course, it's our choice. They're happy to join us. They answer <laughs> our questions. Right. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and not tell us, like, that was a stupid question. Yeah. But of course, if they did, we could just edit it out because of our amazing audio guy, Clem, who yeah. just <laughs> it chops completely- him up. Stop. <laughs> I have one last little story about Jim Carrey. <laughs> oh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey, uh, who is just a very talented guy and volatile, as I understand. <laughs> but <laughs> it was getting towards the end of the junket. And I was one of those unfortunate late in the day slots. He, this was for the movie, The Mask, which I believe mm-hmm. was his breakout role. Yeah. And uh, it's a fantastic movie. I, I asked him some typical questions and then I said, so what did it feel like to have all that makeup on your face? And he said, it was like having my face up the ass of a bullfrog. (laughs) (laughs) And from there, I said, okay. And then um, I asked another, I think I asked another (laughs) question. And then I wrapped it up. And then he completely melted down after that. After I left, he just apparently said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) I'm tired. He just walked out. So, yeah. I don't know. He was fine with me. He was funny. And, you know, that was an yeah. interesting answer. That he gave. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking now of all the my interview with John Wayne, my interview with James Caan. Oh, Lord. Well, yeah. that's another another topic. Another day. Another oh. day to humiliate right. ourselves. Good. Well, um, I want to hear him. I want to hear your story. Okay, honey. All, all right. right. Bye. Dusty, Dusty Muffins over and out. <laughs> The Sabie Corporation is our sponsor for this episode of A Couple of Dusty Muffins, and we want to thank Dave Sabie for his support, making it possible for our engineer to record, edit, and publish this podcast. When we asked Mr. Sabie to define his company, he said, and we quote, we love this, we do cool stuff with cool people. Hey, if you have something to say, please do so in an email. Send it to coupladustymuffins at gmail.com. That's C-O-U-P-L-A, Dusty Muffins at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'm production director Clem Daniels.